Ham Radio 2.0 audio podcast rip. Thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. So basically what I do is I take all the audio clips out of my videos and upload them to Spreaker. And then from there, they're spread out to iTunes and SoundCloud and now Amazon Audible as well. But I want to welcome you and thank you for joining the audio section of this series on Ham Radio. I hope you enjoy it. And I would appreciate you leaving us a comment or a review on whatever podcast service you're listening from. Thank you in 73. Hope you enjoy it. All right. Well, waiting for uh, Frank to finish, and he did. So we will kick it over there. Thank you for joining us tonight. Ham Radio 2.0, uh, Sunday night, almost said Friday night, <laughs> Sunday night live stream is not freaking Friday. Uh, I, I bet some of you wish it was Friday. Had a really nice nice weather out here yesterday weekend, or yesterday morning rather. Gosh, I can't, my words, I, I, I got to find my words. Nice weather out here yesterday morning, and for most of the day yesterday, honestly, because I was out in, let's see if I can pull this up, yeah, there it is. I was out in the garage in the driveway, and I was boxing up uh, my first round of mystery boxes yesterday. Let's look at some right there, and go over. Nope, that's my R finder, which is what the video is about tomorrow. bunch of bunch of boxes there, and it's. I got about you know I put together about twenty five of the boxes, and I was like uh, I was like okay I'm gonna do twenty five. And then I'm going to, I'll do, I'll put them all together, tape them up. I, what, I, what I do is I just put random stuff in random boxes, put them all together, tape them up, weigh them right down on, on uh, what the weight is on each one. And then I go start printing shipping labels. And I just print the shipping labels in order. But the box you get is just, they're just all jumbled. I just kind of got them all stacked together. So I just start grabbing them. So everything's totally random. And, um... I got through 25. I, I put together 25 of them really in like an hour. I was like, oh, I'm going to be out here all morning. It only took me an hour. So I'm like, well, let's just go to, let's just go, let's put together some more. So I got to 40. And the reason I stopped at 40 is because I ran out of boxes. I literally had a bunch of Amazon boxes laying around, some old U, uh, some U, USPS boxes and stuff like that. And uh, so I finally ran out of boxes at 40. So I got 40 of them packaged up yesterday. I started ship. I got the first ten shipped out yesterday. That went out in the mail yesterday, and um, the remaining thirty will be probably. Uh, that's what I'm going to be working on mostly tomorrow. So there you go, right there. TC Fitz, thank you for the super chat, ten dollars super chat. Appreciate you being here tonight. Give a special shout out to all the folks in Green Text who are my YouTube channel members. Scott, I see you in there. Ham Radio for non techies. I see uh, W8WNA W0RHP. I saw Andy Cowley earlier. Uh, AC3IK Ed is in there. Who else is in there? This, uh, yeah, Phil got you in there. I saw uh, KG5OKB earlier. There's Michael. Appreciate all you guys being here. 86DM, Denny, Dennis, what's up, brother? So, yes, I do hoard boxes, actually. I'll, every time I get something on Amazon, or I, I get something from Gigaparts, or I get something from some online order I place, if it's a decent sized box, the big huge boxes, I break down and I recycle those. If they're really tiny boxes, I break those down and recycle those too. But if it's a decent sized box, then I, I'll usually keep it because I do a lot of shipments on my website. And now I'm shipping stuff for our finder, 
every time the R Finder stuff comes in, I have to ship a bunch of stuff out for him. So I keep boxes for that. So I had a bunch of boxes stored up and yes, I use them all. I have no more boxes in my house right now. <laughs> so, but I got more, I, I got more coming from USPS. So that's cool. I actually received an Amazon order today and I took the box and set it aside. I'm, I'm going to use this. So it's, uh, it's, it's all good there. But hopefully you guys have signed up for my ICOM giveaway. And I will put that link in the chat right here. We're going to be giving away an IC9700 to one person and an IC7300 to another person. So two winners, one for each radio. And I'll probably throw some, uh, some uh, shop ham radio 2.0 stuff in there as well, which if you go to shop.hamradio2.0, uh, I'm sorry, sorry shop.hamradio2.com, which is the same website as grapevineamateurradio.com. We've got some winner wear over here. Uh, long sleeve t-shirts for KMRD for Frank for my own show this is one of the shirts one of the brand new shirts it's a 6040 uh, poly cotton blend and it's really comfortable lightweight but still warm got some cool looking hats in these uh gray and navy blue hats with the red text on them. those look really sharp this this picture is crummy I need to get a better picture of it because it's not a very good picture at all but I'll throw a couple things in there and we're gonna Give away some ICOM radios probably around January 29th, which is the win uh, the weekend of Winter Field Day. But Winter Field Day ends at like 1 p.m. local time. I don't know if I'll be back from Quartzfest by then or not. So it might actually be the first weekend of February before we get around to doing the giveaway. I don't know yet. I haven't I haven't set a set a date for the giveaway yet. But so we're we're still but but we're, but we're going to do it and we're still taking signups. So. Check out that link there. In fact, let me pin that to the top of the chat. Pin message. There we go. At the very top. Matt, KI5MSD, thank you for the super chat. Dusty, usual question, Jason. If a person is international and will pay for shipping, can they enter? All right. So generally speaking, Dusty, that generally speaking, my answer is yes. However, for this one, these are U.S. models of ICOM radios, and they can only go to U.S citizen or uh u.s amateur radio operators you do you do have to have a valid ham radio call sign to enter and you do have to be in the u.s for this giveaway uh, most of the time i try to avoid that i try to do worldwide shipping but um and we uh the the winner of my buddy hex Hexbeam a few months ago was in canada i know that's not overseas but it's it's also not in the usa <laughs> so so we shipped a buddy hex to canada for the winner of of that giveaway but this one, this one is U.S. only, unfortunately. I apologize for that, but that's just how things are there. So, all right. Let's go, yep, there and there and there. So tonight we're going to talk about um, everything, well, not everything, but a lot of things that happened in 2022 and several things that happened in 2023, or several things that we're planning for 2023, I should say. And I just want to uh, kind of, and I went back, I, I'd kind of forgotten. I, I did this in January of 2022. I said, I look back at 2021. And apparently I had this idea before and then I'd forgotten about it. And I had the idea again, like two weeks ago. I was like, oh, I want to do a look back. I was like, oh yeah, I already did that once. Okay, good. <laughs> so I updated my slide deck and here we are. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Dusty. Thank you for being here in the chat. What's up, T.O.? Good to see you in there tonight. Got a 219 megahertz antenna from Dr. Fong. Oh, yeah, 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 so 220 antenna. Yeah, those are good. I've got one of those hanging up outside right now. 
So that is, uh, thanks, thanks, Dennis. Appreciate that. I gotta, my, my wife says I, I, I kind of fiddle with it when I sit in there watching TV at night. I kind of fiddle with it in my hands as well. But uh, 13 degrees Fahrenheit in Wisconsin right now. No, um, no, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> you can keep that stuff up there, dude. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for being here tonight. Frank, uh, I don't know. I don't know if Frank's joining us tonight or not. I never did uh, ask him. So if Frank is in the chat, let me know if you're going to join Zoom. If not, that's fine. But just uh, either way. So we're going to talk about 2022 and what's coming up for 2023 in the new year. What what all what all do we have planned, and what are we going to do, and what do, what am I going to do mostly? And. Uh, that thing going there. Okay, well, there. Okay, so Frank, Frank is coming into the chat. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and allow him in there. Oh, this, this right here, and that. So few. All right, got you in there. Frank. Hey. Hey. Oh, I need to... Oh, hold on. I need to change. That's on the wrong speaker. Hold on. Okay, here's that. All right, say something now. Are you there? Ah, his video froze. <laughs> that's not me. That's him. Uh, okay, so whenever... Uh, oh, there he is. He entered again. What do you know? So, it's always... It's always, it's always something with Frank. So... You need to disconnect that first one, though. You're in there twice. Yeah, something. Just, yeah, just kill Zoom and come back. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we'll bring Frank in there in a second. So, so 2022 was fun because Hamcation started going again. Uh, if you remember correctly, COVID started um, shortly after Hamcation in 2020 around March or April, depending on what part of the country you were in. And they canceled it for 2021, and they brought it back in 2022. And we had a good time at Hamcation of 2022. In fact, we did all, all of our ham fests last year, and it was a, it was a good show. We, we, um, we enjoyed that show. That was Looking forward to that again. That'll be here in, uh, <laughs> Josh says, Yoda has joined the call. Don't give Frank that much credit. Hey, so. <laughs> man, T.O. was talking about being 19 degrees. I just had to zip up this oh, brand new goodness. tank radio hoodie. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. And, oh, there that. it is. There it is. Tank I think radio logo. Yeah. Tank radio loud and proud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 72 in here. I'm like, I know. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there yeah, waiting for you to bring me on. I'm like, uh, I'm dying. Yeah, it's a little, uh, it's a little warm. But I, I I keep it fairly. I keep it's about sixty six or sixty seven in here right now. But I'm mm -hmm. hot with these long sleeves on. But oh well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so yeah. So Hamcation was really fun. Uh, the Gigaparts guys really went all out for several of us YouTubers, all the YouTubers that were that attended the show, and uh, they gave us place in their booth and let us sit down and talk to people who who stopped by the booth and the, were just real hospitable for us. 
and we really appreciate uh, the Gigaparts guys being supportive of the YouTuber community in a, in a general sense. So, um, so he was there. Uh, we were there for that, and that's uh, it's kind of hard to see in that picture, I guess. But that's me and Frank. That's To and Ham Radio Dude, and who else? Oh, that's uh, K Five ATA in the back there. Yeah, he has he has to stand in the back because he's so tall. <laughs> Good game, so. man. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Yeah. What happened to that sign? They were talking about raffling it off and donating the money or doing something with it. Yeah, you know what? I think I got. I I have it. Oh. I have it, and it's rolled up in a tube, and I brought it home, and I think I forgot about it. Jason. So, yeah. No, what? We so can do. We, st we still need to do it. We could still do it. I mean, it's still brand new in the we tube. We could generate new hype so. for Hamcation with it. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was our plan the whole that's time. True. Yeah, sure it is. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Dennis said I was quiet uh, on his podcast, <laughs> so I'm making up for it now. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Juan Luis, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate uh, the nine ninety nine super chat. Hello, all, and many blessings from K four AYL. And then uh, Josh says that his son turned the thermostat to ninety degrees and says, "I was trying to help mommy." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah. So and of course that that picture over on the right there is is uh, uh me and Hank Strange. Met him at the Overland East show in October of 2020, 20, uh, 2021. <laughs> Get my years mixed up. And he came to Hamcation for the first time in uh, last year. And I think he's planning on being there uh, next month as well. I'm pretty sure. Oh, last time I spoke nice. to him, I, t I spoke to him a week ago, but we didn't talk about Hamcation. Mm -hmm. But the last time I spoke to him about Hamcation, he said he was going to still be there. So what's, what's, make sure. Oh, that's Hank Strange. But Hank the Strange. Is that the gentleman that is though the picture right now? For a second, I thought it was the uh, satellite this, guys who were also no. doing aeronautical noble, and yeah. I got his mm -hmm. QSL card still up there. On the nice. Board. It's actually two pictures up there on the slide deck with the yeah. Ham, Hamcation logo underneath it. But mm -hmm. no, no, that's Hank Strange, and he's uh, he he got licensed. Took his he and his wife Lola got uh, tested and both got their licenses at Hamcation next uh, last year. So I'm really, and they only live, they only live a couple hours north of Orlando. So I, I'm really hoping to see them again uh, next month when we're, we great, all go out to great to guys. Florida. Yep. Very great guy. And his gal was awesome too. Yep. Very upbeat. Yeah. She's, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's where that is. So Hamcation was fun. And of course we went to Dayton and if you recall, they canceled Dayton two years in a row. They canceled it for 2020. Because it was because Dayton's in May, and uh, all the lockdowns for COVID started around April ish of um, of 2020. So they canceled Dayton. They canceled it again in 2021. So they re that's why they called it reunion 70 70 year Hamvention Dayton reunion. So mm -hmm. because we're back together after two years. So that was a fun show as well. This uh, the picture on the top left. Kyle has his has his eyes closed, <laughs> and I have I have another, I took two pictures in a row, and one of them Josh ha Josh looks like he's he's like sneezing or something, <laughs> or his eyes look weird. And then the second one, Kyle has his eyes closed. So but was okay. that close to the end? Because I looked that was tired. The, no, that was the beginning. Well, that really? was the, that was the end of the day, okay. but that was like Thursday night. Yeah, I think so, Kyle looks or maybe a even maybe even Wednesday either. night. Yeah, yeah. So. So that was good there, and then that's out in the parking lot um, of the RV park, mm -hmm. uh, the top right there. Oh, Tio's the, there too. Awesome. Yeah, Tio's there. Adam's there. Uh, that's loyal in the background. You can't mm -hmm. see very well. Uh, N8YO's in there. Mm -hmm. So Kyle and Pat and Josh and 
a uh, couple couple guys back there I don't recognize. I think Evans back there, I think. So, so that was a really good group of folks. Uh really it's it's just cool to catch up with everybody that you you talk to people on the air, especially when you're doing poda a lot. You talk to people on Discord, you talk to people on email, YouTube chat, whatever, but it's good to catch up and do eyeball cusos at places like Hamvention and what and and stuff like that. So, looking forward to Hamvention again this year. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Mm-hmm. So, Hamvention was fun. Uh, of course, that this is our Grand Canyon trip. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> had our picture. yeah yeah we had our, uh, our our Hank Hill picture there, which uh, which I, I, Mike says that was his idea. It probably was. I, don't, I think I don't, it was his idea. I don't, I don't remember, but I remember saying, "Hey, everyone, don't look at the camera." Because everybody was, we were all standing there looking at the camera. I was like, no, no, everybody look in well, an opposite at direction. First, and don't like, look at the camera. We're going to take a picture. <laughs> then everyone does. Yeah, no, no, well, because someone said, hey, let's take it. I guess it was Mike. Someone said, hey, that looks like the King of the Hill fence. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, sweet. Let's just stand there. So we're all standing there looking at the camera. And I'm like, no, no, no. Everybody look in a different direction. So that's what we're, what we're doing there. And then I put that on my thumbnail. It was awesome. <laughs> love it. Love it. And mm. that was a good picture at the grand canyon yeah yeah that was our whole crew at the grand canyon we went out there to grand canyon state park and stayed for a few nights and uh or grand canyon national park actually and stayed for a few nights and uh charlie kind of spearheaded that because he only lives about three hours south of there and that was a fun trip so i'm looking forward to going out and doing something like that the same basically the same group of people that um we went to sierra nevada with the year prior to that so a couple extra people in this picture Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, the Sierra Nevada trip uh, the year prior to that was also really fun. So, thank you, Liberty Cave. So I'm gonna do uh, so we're gonna talk about Quartz Fest here in a minute, and I'm gonna do on the road vlog videos, daily vlog videos where we're going to Quartz Fest here in a couple weeks. So, but I'll I'll talk about that and um, coming uh, up, talk about that in a little bit. So yeah. So who is Boomauer? I don't know. Whoever wants to be Boomauer, I guess. So, but that's good. That's uh, who assumed the role. Yeah, we didn't really play roles or anything. We just said, hey, this would be a fun idea, and it was. It was a good idea. So, But that was a fun trip overall. Had had a lot of fun driving out there and hanging out with everybody. So, And then, of course, Huntsville Ham Fest. And this was a really crummy picture. We should have tried to take this during the day, but it was, re- it was dark outside at night. We had like 40 people there, and um, it was under the lights of that uh, uh gazebo we were in mm-hmm. and we sat there and we did uh we did poda and kyle did his between two ferns thing interview mm-hmm. that he did and uh and we hung out at that pavilion for all day on friday all day on friday we were outside doing poda and it was daylight and then i think this picture is either friday or saturday night i don't remember which one but um but that was a fun trip too. hey so, i was there before i, I um Snuck off and uh, <laughs> went back to the RV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were still there. That, so. that was a fun night. But That was a fun night, yeah. Yeah, we had, had a lot of fun that night. But, um... and no, and we drank. <laughs> uh, but hey, Vern, uh, man. Look at him. Still recovering. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vern's in there, too. Uh, good guy. And uh, Raven was in there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people as well, so... Uh, but Huntsville is a cool show because it's, I, you know, I there's just there's a lot more of the people that I associate with, and a lot more of the people that I talk to on a semi to 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 
full-time regular basis that go to Huntsville than there is even at Dayton, I think. And it's really fun because Montesano State Park is right there. It's like a 20-minute drive from where the Ham Fest is. And then, um, you know, it's it's we all stay there. We can camp out in 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 fairly close to one another, and then we can rent pavilions like this and go. And the, it, since it's a state park, it's a official POTA spot. In fact, I think Adam Adam wasn't there this year, but he was there the the previous year, and he did a. There's a soda spot up there somewhere. I don't know how close you got to be to the soda point to do that. But uh, but he went and activated the soda s- spot when we were there uh, in 2021. So that was fun too. But Huntsville is just a good a good gathering of of uh, YouTube people and uh, channel followers and social media presence people and all all kinds of good stuff like that. So I have I have a lot of fun at Huntsville, and it's not too far of a I I usually drive to Huntsville and drive to Dayton, and then I'm flying to Orlando, and Orlando is just a little bit too far of a drive. And, and I would do it if I didn't have, because as soon as I get back from Orlando, my wife and I are going to go down to Galveston and spend the rest of February down there. Florida, Florida's a long drive. That's like it is. three, four days. I, I yeah. don't blame you for jumping yeah. on a plane, man. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah. I, I, I'd like to drive it one of these days, but I don't know. I, uh, I'm happy with flying out, so we're going to fly out this year and should be, should be, uh, should be there. How are you going to Quartz Fest? I am driving to Quartz Fest. Um, I, I, we're going to talk about that later in the sh- in the stream. Mm-hmm. So we'll pin that. For let's now. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pin that. Joseph, uh, thank you for all you do for us. Appreciate you being out there, Joseph. Thank you for being a channel member. And uh, would that count as soda? I don't know what you're referring to there, Garrett. But yeah, there's a the Montesano is a soda spot as well. So that is a thing there. But yeah, so that was Huntsville Ham Fest going back in August of this year. Should be a really fun show. And it always has been in the past. The past two years, I've, been, I've only been to that show twice, and each time it's been a blast. So, new radios that came out last year. Uh, that's actually the uh, FT710 in the picture there. Did I put seven? Yeah, there it is. Okay, because <laughs> I was, I was, I was making these slides earlier, and I was like, I, I and I was writing down FTDX ten. I'm like, no, 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 that came out the late the 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 previous year, came out like late in 2021, I think, something something like that. So it's been out longer, but uh, and I misspelled Zygu. It's Zygi. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot of new, uh, a couple new uh, Yezus come out, a couple new Icoms come out. Uh, O'Shang or Waxon or however you want to say that they've released uh, Better Safe Radio re- released a couple new radios uh, designed by Better Safe Radio and um, made in China by Ocean Company and then uh, and then the BTEC their DMR 6x2 Pro came out and there's probably more than this these are the ones that I have done videos for there's probably more than this that has actually come out um, there's a couple things that were announced the, uh, the IC905 from ICOM was talked about it I don't remember what's if that was at Dayton or if that was at Huntsville last year or wherever that was. And, um, you know, a couple other things have, have been spoken about but haven't come to fruition yet. The Zygu G106, which I didn't really care for, but I think there's been some progress made on that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it, hey, in a in a world of chip shortages and supply chain issues, we got all of these radios. This, this is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight new radios that have come out, and that's probably not everything. I, again, this, these are all the ones I did videos for. So um, we've got new radios coming out, so that's all all good as well. I'm trying to watch the chat here. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, 
going up on Mount Scott here in Oklahoma using my HT. Oh, cool. Good. That should be a fun activation. Yeah. So, good deal. <clears throat> so, slide down. And I finally got together. Dan Romanchik, KB6NU, came on to the channel in November. It was the second weekend in November. So, just about almost two months ago. Not quite two months ago. And he did a one-day technician class. So, I still get one of the most popular videos on my channel is my technician live stream that we did uh, in the summer of 2020 because the Hearst Amateur Radio Club, which is one of the most active clubs here in, in the area where I live, and Frank and I are both members, mm -hmm. and they used to do, and they're going to start this again, I think, next month, Frank. They used Ooh. to do a technician class and a general class, usually about twice a year for each class. They do one of each in the spring and one of each in the fall. Well, with the COVID lockdowns and everything that happened in 2020, they're like, hey, we had to cancel our class. They, I think they were going to have one in like March or April of that year. So I said, why don't you guys come on to a live stream? We'll just live stream the whole thing. And I think we did that in like May or June of 2020, somewhere in there. And Chris came on and Chris did the whole thing. We did three days. It was a full-blown go through the uh, W5YI book. Ooh. And, uh, but I mean, that's how they, that's how they, that's how they do it. Yeah. They would have had. Go ahead. They would have had three in-person classes in three different days at their EOC. Mm -hmm. Not three full days, but three like two to three hour days. And um, so we just did that. We just did it on, on a live stream. And that that video, that first part of that video is the top viewed video on my channel right now. I really like how the Hearst Club breaks it apart. For yeah. me, they explain the theory. They just don't read the questions. Right. We'll go through the theories and say, okay, well, what the, what we just learned, and we can answer these questions and da-da-da-da. Yeah. And once you understand the theory, the questions are easy. It's just applying right. it. Right, right. Yeah, so so we so the Hearst Club has put together a they, – they finished updating their slide deck. They've put together a course – they were going to try to do something last month in just December, just it's too December. much going on. Um, so I think they're going to try to do something in February, I think. So haven't haven't hammered down a date with that yet. But but Dan came on the channel in November, and he did his one-day technician class that he's he used to give at Dayton every year on, like, Thursday of Dayton, the Thursday before Dayton. He'd give a one-day tech class, mm -hmm. and you just you sit down. He goes through all the questions and answers that you have to know to get your uh, license, and then you take a test right there, and a lot of, he's gotten a lot of people licensed that way. We ended up getting... 12 people licensed from this one day live stream that joined us in the zoom. Wow. And then since then, you know, it's been the, 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 the live stream is replayable on my channel and you can, you can go watch that and share it with your people. But this is the latest question pool of questions that changed in July of last year. So the, the 2020 class that's still on my channel is the old question pool. Now, generally only about 10 or 15% of the questions change. So you can, theoretically still study the old question pool and pass the test today but this is the newest question pool that updated in 2021 uh 2022 right here and it is uh good for four years so three and a half years from now i guess mm -hmm. but T Ray um, in the chat says he passed both the tech and general thanks to um, your videos cool good good that's great so 
yeah, that's yeah. I, I get comments like that on on those those live stream videos all the time. So that's one reason I like to do YouTube so much. So, but this technician class is still out there, still playable. Um, we're gonna do we're gonna record the the Hearst Club, and it's a little bit more in depth, and it's a little bit longer. But it's just a different learning style. Some people want to get uh, quick and easy and done, and and uh, be be have fun and be done, as they say. Um, and Dan's uh, Dan's theory on teaching people, he's like, you start learning when you get on the air. So let's get you licensed. Let's just get you through the bare minimum, get you licensed, and then sit you down at the radio, and then we'll start learning. You'll start actually learning ham radio. And there's a lot of truth to that. Again, everyone learns differently. I don't think there's a right or a wrong way to learn the questions and go take your test. Just do it however. There's a lot of different options out there, a lot of options for how to get your ham radio license today. So no matter what your learning style is, you can find something that will suit your needs. So... But that was uh, that was a couple months ago. That was towards the end of last year, and then I traveled uh, with Gigaparts to an Overland show. And this is Gigaparts set up at the Overland Mountain West show. This is the weekend after Huntsville, and this is in Colorado. So they left Huntsville on like Sunday or Monday after the Huntsville Ham Fest, and drove. Well, maybe they left Tuesday. I don't remember. They left a couple of days after the Ham Fest, and they drove from Huntsville, Alabama, to the northern end of Colorado, somewhere north of Denver. I don't remember exactly where it was. And I drove up there and met them, and we sat there for three days and just... They had some battery boxes and some solar panels that they were selling, but we talked about ham radio. People would come by and... And actually, I heard a lot of uh, activity on 6 out five two at the show, and I said, well, I'm here at the Gigaparts booth, and they're like, wait, Gigaparts has a booth here? And I'm like, yeah, they do. Come on by. So we were out there representing ham radio and having a fun time doing it. So I... um. I enjoyed that. We did that at the East Show in Virginia at the end of 2020, and this is the Mountain Show in Colorado in August. And then uh, we're going to be doing a couple of Overland shows upcoming How this much year. So ham radio is at those Overland shows. Not much, not much. So not you're much. able to walk around. It's not like Jason, 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 Jason. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, I met a, I met a couple other YouTubers there. Mm-hmm. that were like um, like van life or overland YouTubers, mm-hmm. and there was crowds of people following them around. And like, oh, dude, I know what you're going through right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just walking around with my camera and nobody's bothering me. It was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, I don't mind people coming. I like people coming up to me and saying, hey, oh, yeah. I watch your channel. But, yeah, sometimes you're trying to go somewhere and film a, an event that's happening right now and you're, you, you get interrupted, mm-hmm. which is, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was watching the, the Overland YouTuber guys have that trouble at the Overland show. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, I know what that's about. So a uh, great question from Libya cave right now. Uh, what GMRS or what about GMRS at Overland shows? Honestly, the two or three shows I've been to, I have heard almost no GMRS activity. These GMRS guys and 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 Randy, not at Rubicon, he says this a lot in his channel. He's like, we don't we use G- GMRS as a tool. We don't talk on the radio because we like it. We talk on the radio to communicate, and then when we get to where we're going, we put the radios down. And I'm like, okay, that okay, all right, that makes sense. Nothing wrong with that. But you know, since we're all ham radio nerds, we just we get to Hamfest and we talk on the ham radio because we we're all right there in proximity with one another. And sometimes we lose one another, especially at a big show like Dayton. So there's a lot of simplex activity and simplex DMR, simplex analog, simplex on 220. There's a lot of simplex activity at at uh hamfests like Dayton. Mm-hmm. So uh so is, yeah but is there what? a overlanding show in Houston? 
Uh, not chat. that I Flooding know. Overhand show in Houston. Is he asking or saying or telling? I think there's a. Uh, let me search that. Okay, search that again. I'm not aware. We'll, we'll of, come back around. Yeah, to the general. Questions. I'm not aware of one in Houston. There's one in Yano, Texas, outside of San Antonio that I went to last October, and it was kind of small. Probably won't go back there again. Although you know, you 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 uh you never know. Maybe maybe not. Kyle, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So, um, Midland and Rugged Radios is big at the Overland Show. I wouldn't say they were big at the Overland Show. They were there. They were there, and I went to. Um, I talked to. I talked to. Yeah, I talked to both of them at the Colorado Show, and they had. Uh, I'd kind of stand over there and listen to them talk to people coming up and asking questions, and be like, ah, that, "That's not right. That, that's not right." And then it, everybody wants to know what's the range. How, how far would this radio go? I'm like, it'll go to the International Space Station. That's how far your radio will talk. So, uh, that don't believe is me? a great one. I love yeah. that. Because two will. meter will do you that. Can, I know. It will literally talk to the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. And it will lit- you can literally talk to sa- and r- r- bounce your signal off of a satellite you and get, do you gotta, moon gotta bounce. You do it right. But yes. Yeah. Yes. But they say, well, how far can this radio talk to the International Space Station? So, yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. I'm actually working on a video for that. I'm, I'm, what uh, are you laughing at? What are yeah. you laughing at? I, I just because I, just, I get that question all the time, and people don't understand that the range of radio completely depends on what's between you and the station you're trying to talk to. I mean, yeah, power has a little bit to do with it. Height of antenna has a lot to do with it. Receiver sensitivity has a lot to do with it. But it completely depends on what's between. That's why you can talk to the International Space Station because it's line of sight. When it is overhead, it's line of sight, and there's nothing between you and the space station except air. But you, but if you try to talk five miles that way over a mountain range or through a forest, you might not get the same results. Can and that's we what talk people, that's what people don't understand. The bay in Galveston to demonstrate that. Fact. I bet we could, like Tiki Island to something else. Oh, that's an idea. Yeah, that's an idea. That's that's an idea. Oh yeah, you're on Tiki Island, and then yeah. you go to like Jamaica Beach or something. Right. Go ahead. Dominic Dominic says he's asking about the possibility of a show in Houston due to our flooding over overlanding would work. Yeah. Well, and there's a good there's a good Facebook group called Houston Overland that I'm a member of, and those guys created a chat out of their Facebook group as is the new thing to do apparently, and they um uh. They they're they're in there and they're pretty active. So I but it's just a group of people who go out and do overlanding together. I, it's not about a show. So I would like to see. It. There's there's actually very few overlanding shows in Texas that I have found. Now, if somebody knows about one, please um um please let me know about it. So okay, Lee, I got to address this. Yano starts with an L. Learn to speak Texan. Incorrect. Yano starts with a double L. And it's a Spanish word. And double L in Spanish is pronounced like a Y. And that's why Tejas is the original name of the state. So, yeah. <laughs> Just because we're in Texas doesn't mean we have to say things wrong. I say plenty of things wrong already. I don't need to say Yano wrong because I know how to pronounce Yano. It's not Lano. It's not Lano. Lano's a guy that used to fly the Millennium Falcon with Han Solo. It's close. I mean, that's not his name, but it's closer to, than Yano. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Noel says that could be five feet if there's a steel wall between you. Yes. 
Jeff says, except in HF, I was talking about HTs. So if you're talking about my distance thing, Jeff, I was talking about HTs because people ask, how far would this HT go to the space station? So, yeah. All right, enough of that. We need to move on. So Overland Show. So, yeah. So we went to two last year. Went to the Moore Expo in Springfield, Missouri in April. That was a decent show. And then we went to the Overland, um, Overland Expo Mountain in Colorado in August. I'm going to talk about Moore Expo here in a minute. So the... The biggest Overland Expo is an organization that does five or six shows around the country every year. And their biggest show is Overland Expo West, which is, out, I, I think, outside of Flagstaff, Arizona. And it's the same weekend as Dayton every year. So I will never go to that show because I'll always be at Dayton. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. So, anyway, so we'll talk about that some there. So these are some of my favorite items from this last year. Obviously, this that's the 905 at the bottom left. That one's not out yet, but it was announced last year. And uh, the FT710, that's the FTDX10. It's still my favorite POTA rig, but the FT710, its little brother, was released uh, just a couple months ago. Uh, somebody asked something about the spark plug antenna mm -hmm. in, the, in the chat earlier. That's uh, that's a picture of it at the, at the top center. That's the, uh, the uh, what is it, a 30, 30, 30 no... I forget what it is, 49 to 1 or whatever it is. That's the 100-watt version there. And um, that's the NFED halfway version. And I've got that, and I've used it on POTA several times, and it's great. Um, you don't build that. They, they build it for you. You just buy it. Then you put your own wi uh, wire on it. So I put my own wire on it and tuned it down, put my rig expert on it, got it to where I wanted to for a 40-meter NFED halfway, and it works great. Been really happy with that antenna. And then, of course, the battery box that Gigaparts is doing and the Explorer backpack that Gigaparts is doing. They're going to do a whole line of Explorer stuff. They're working on solar panel. Um, they're working on more accessories to the backpack. They're working on, I don't know what else, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff for that, for that Explorer line. So it's going to be a, a full thing. And, of course, that QRZ1 Explorer, the HT they were giving away for free to new hams. And now they've they've upgraded that program after giving away two or three thousand of those. And I did a video about that a couple of weeks ago. So if you've been licensed within the last six months, you can get one of those radios with RT systems and with uh, a one year membership to QRZ for everything for like twenty two or twenty four dollars, something like that. So pretty good deal. Uh, Nathaniel had a question. Would that test across the body of water like it actually work? I know you wouldn't have obstructions, but the distance, the curvature of the earth is a problem. Depends on the size of the body of the water. Depends on the antenna you're using. So Frank and I would probably get on either side of the bay and try to talk with Yaggies. That would probably be a good 5, 10 miles. Oh. If we use yeah. Houston Bay, we could probably yeah. get longer. If but I think 40 miles, and then the curvature of the earth will start. Um, dropping down and yeah. then your waves will um, go out to space. There's also NIFED propagation, but you're mm -hmm. starting to lose a lot of signal in that, especially only with five watts. Um, right. So right. There, there's right. a lot of truth, and I answered him in the chat to that. Okay, okay. But Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it depends on the body of the water. I mean, you couldn't talk from Florida to Texas across the Gulf of Mexico. Because of the because of the curvature of the earth, but across the Galveston Bay, that might be that might be a fun uh, might be a fun experiment, Frank. We may have to try that one of these. We days. should do two potas and then contact each other and activate on two meter. There's no there's no poda over there on the other side of the bay. We'll figure it out. 
<laughs> just just make a contact. Uh, but yeah, oh yeah. So, so there we go right there. So those are some of my favorite things that uh, that I have used this year that have were announced this year, and looking forward to to using those a little bit more. So, uh, plans for twenty twenty three. So as some of you may or may not be aware, I have a habit of starting new YouTube channels and letting them run for a little bit and then dropping them. <laughs> really? So, uh, you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, Ham Radio 2.0 is and probably always will be my my most important channel or my favorite channel. It's definitely the biggest channel. And uh, it's the one I have the most fun with. Uh, so I started another a new channel um, right about a year ago. I, it was like... January or February, I think it was middle of January. I looked it up the other day. I can't remember what it is now. Called Unplug. That's the one over there on the left. And I realized I don't have a banner on that channel yet, so I have to go check that out. Well, I made a commitment to myself. I started it as an off-grid gear review channel, and it and then I started doing some uh, some van life type videos, and and I did a bunch of videos about my RV. So I was kind of doing that sort of uh, thing and getting a lot of comments and a lot of watch time from the RV stuff, so I'm probably going to do some more RV stuff, but um, haven't really found its sea legs quite yet. It's kind of a larger niche that I'll probably niche down at some point in time, but uh, but I've committed to myself to post one video a week every week this year, so we'll see, see if I can accomplish that goal so i posted a video last week i've got a video almost ready for this week which will post late thursday or fridays usually when i post those and uh would love to talk to anybody who's interested in uh rvs uh, uh living out of a van down by the river type folks uh off-grid folks overlanding that kind of thing so it's kind of an all-encompassing channel right now but i'm looking forward to to seeing where it goes To, I don't question how. Oh, how big of a gaggy would you need for talking across him? Well, you'd need a, you. We'd be on two meters, so you'd probably just want like a four or five element two meter yaggy. Like I, I think we could do it with like the, the, just a rubber duck and a signal stick. Or well, you might be able to do that. You might be able to. We could try it. We'll have we could try yaggies. it that way. But we'll have yeah. We'll each have we, like an arrow we'll antenna or an elk antenna. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Activate and use a ball of our lighthouse. That's that's the uh, from where my from where my house is on Galveston, um, across the bay is that direction, and Bolivar is that direction. But we could we could go up to Bolivar and try something up there too. It wouldn't um, not exactly be across the bay that way. But you know, there's there's a couple of different options there. So. <laughs> Lindsay says, I hate when work interrupts important ham radio stuff. Absolutely. That is very true. That is very true. So so that's plans for 2023. Uh, uh, my, my other channel called Unplugged. And then I actually started, I found a guy on Fiverr and started paying him to dub my videos into Spanish. And I put them up on a... Um, new channel, I don't know, six months ago called Radio Aficionado en Español. And he's, he does a pretty good job. In fact, Carlos listened to my last one that I put. Well, I put up a new one just a couple uh, just a couple days ago. But my previous one to that, Carlos listened to it, and he's like, yeah, that, that, that guy did a pretty good job. 
He's like, he said one or two radio terms wrong, but for the most part, he, he did a pretty good job because Carlos is much more fluent in Spanish than I am. And uh, I can understand about half of what this guy's saying. But of course, I know what I'm saying, so I just kind of follow along in the in the video that I recorded, and the guy does it for me. So, and for I don't know, I, and I got this I got this idea from Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast started creating a Mr. Beast channel in Espanol and and in French and a couple other languages. I don't remember, and he just dubs it, and he just puts the same video that he puts up on his regular channel, and he puts them up on the all these other language channels, and of course, it's Mr. B, so his is exploding. That channel right there has 330 subs, and I've done, all I've done is just kind of put up some of what I thought were some of my better videos, and and people people comment on that all, all the time. He's like, hey, thanks for putting this up in Spanish. So, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. Uh, we will um, <laughs> we will try, try to uh... <laughs> yeah, Shane. I thought about that earlier, actually. Um, so, so yeah. So that was a that was a pretty uh pretty good um pretty good. I, I was gonna say a pretty good idea, but I don't know if it's a good idea or yet. But I'm interested to see where it goes one way or the other. So those are, and I've committed to myself to post a new video on both of these channels every week for all of 2023. So you guys hold me to that, and hopefully, hopefully I will be able to stick to that so yeah that was a that was a while i saw i didn't uh i didn't join josh's after chat last night but i saw he he posted in discord with a timestamp on it where you could just click on it and go to that conversation i listened to it for like 20 minutes and i'm like i think i was I laughing I, I had a, I had oh look back in the discord chat and uh say hey smoking ape we missed you last night and uh i guess because apes always about the flat earth theories and crap mm -hmm. but um <laughs> but the uh yeah that was that was pretty wild that was pretty wild so uh i'm looking at someone to transmit my videos back into plain english i i don't blame you kyle that's probably when a good you idea. find that person so, let me know right exactly so so yeah i'll put links to both of those channels in uh in the the description links to everything we will be We'll be in the video afterwards. All right, so somebody mentioned Quartz Fest. Here it is. Quartz Fest 2023, January 22nd, 28th. Why in the world they do this to end on Winter Field Day weekend, I do not know. Um, pretty sure Quartz Fest has been going longer than Winter Field Day. So perhaps it's Winter Field Day that's at fault, and they picked the wrong weekend to do Winter Field Day. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But regardless, Quartz Fest goes from Sunday to Saturday, and it ends on the Saturday that begins Winter Field Day weekend. And one reason I've never gone to Quartz Fest before is because I we always do Winter Field Day, and we have a lot of fun with Winter Field Day here. So it's um, I'm not going to miss Winter Field Day this year, or at least miss it doing it at the hunting lease like I have. And um, But we're going to Quartz Fest. So I'm driving out there. I'm going to leave on the 20th, which is Friday. I'm going to take three days to get there. I'm going to take my time on purpose. I could get there in two days if I wanted to. Um Technically, I could do it one day I wanted to, but I'm pretty sure I'd need to sleep in the middle somewhere. But um, it's about a f about an 18-hour drive, I think. So it's about the same time it is. It's in the opposite direction. It's about the same time it is to get to Orlando from here. So that's evidence that I could drive to Orlando if I wanted to, but yeah. So I'm going to leave on Friday morning. I'm going to drive for about six or seven hours. I'm going to camp at a state park somewhere. Friday afternoon, try to get there by like three at the latest so I can set up in the daylight, uh, set up the trailer in the daylight, kick back, 
you know, get something to eat and uh, set up an antenna and activate the park, get a good night's sleep, pack up the next morning, drive six or seven more hours, get somewhere about mid-afternoon, set up in the daylight, activate the park, and then uh, and then on Sunday I'll get up. Uh, I'll get. I try to get up early Sunday morning so I can get to Quartz Fest as early as as possible and get to a Quartz Fest early. Hopefully early afternoon, and um, be there until probably be there until Saturday. I think you guys are flying out Saturday, Frank. Uh, we're flying out Wednesday. Right, but you're flying home Saturday. I mean, flying, flying home when, uh, Saturday. Yes. Okay. All right. So you'll have to leave probably that morning to get to the airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of thing, but um, but yeah. So I've never been to Quartz Fest before, and looking forward to it. I know a- uh, Adam and Charlie are going to be there. Uh, Josh is probably going to be there. Uh, Chuck, a- a KK6USY, is going to be there. Tech Prepper is going to be there. I spoke to him on uh, Instagram a couple days ago. In fact, I invited him to the happy hour, and he pinged me the next day. He's like, "Dude, I missed this. I I, I totally blissed on this." And he gave me his phone number, so now we can text back and forth. So he'll probably join us on a happy hour upcoming. Um, hopefully, I hope he does, but yeah, I'll meet him for the first time face to face. So he'll be out there and, um, cup, I know I'm forgetting somebody, but, uh, but we should have a pretty Adam. Did I say Adam? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we, so yeah, we should have a pretty good crew out there and, um, I'm looking forward to see what it's all about. I've never been there. Um, a week long of hanging out in the middle of nowhere, doing ham radio and hanging with like-minded people sounds good to me. So sounds like a, a relaxing time. <laughs> So, uh, Josh says he's going to try. Yeah. I think it depends on he's, he bought a new truck and I think it depends on when, if that truck gets there in time. Well, he's going to so. drive out there and then he's not going to have a way to get back. All electric in the middle I of think nowhere. So. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what his charging solution is once he gets there. I'm not sure how far it away, uh, far away, um, it is. From it has to probably so, bring a um, I, semi-truck a solar panel to yeah. charge it. I don't even know how far away that place is from, like, the gas. I don't know where the nearest gas station is. So, I don't really know. But, uh, let's see. Randy will be there. Oh, Ra- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ACG, K7AGE. I, I, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his. Okay, so... Hey, uh, Brent, I was thinking about you the other day, buddy. I was wondering if you would be there. I was kind of hoping that's that's on the western side of the U.S., buddy. I, I was kind of hoping you'd be there. But uh, I'm sorry to hear that you won't. So I was going to text you this week and, and check on that. But uh, there are chargers in Blythe. There's probably gas stations in Blythe, too. I don't know how close Blythe is to where we'll be, though. <laughs> I haven't really looked. Um <laughs> Josh is going to use one of Mike's big geeks to charge his truck. Sounds yep. good to me. That would do it. That that that'll be a video. We'll put that on video. <laughs> mm. So yeah, should be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. And um, I don't know. It's uh, like I said, never done it before, and um, we'll see what it's all about. And Frank and I were talking the other day and I was like, you know, and he was asking me about next year. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I'll do this again because I really, really enjoy winter field day. Mm-hmm. And I would like to, we, we have a blast con- at winter field continue day. our winter field day tradition next year. So yeah, but, um, we'll go out. We wanted to experience mm-hmm. it. We've been talking mm-hmm. about this for years. Yep. And then we yep. always put it off. So I think this is a good thing to do. Right. All right, there's uh, Mike uh, Mastro, 
in this in the stream there, uh, Frank. Uh, X Wild bought his tickets to Orlando Hamfest. Are you guys going? Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. So, in fact, I've got that. I've got yeah. We'll be talking about that here in a minute. So, thanks for being in the chat today. We'll be there. So, You'll good. find us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be there. So, in fact, here here we go. Here's the here's the next four ham fests I will be at, except for maybe a couple of regional ones. And even even Houston is is really kind of a regional ham fest. Um, so the big ones obviously are Hamcation here next month. Uh, there's a Houston ham fest the first weekend in March, which they haven't done a ham fest since. 2019 it'll be the first time they so they took they've taken the last three years off and um we'll see what happens with it they uh the cool thing about this show is they have partnered with the houston makerspace folks so they have makerspace Ooh. and Hamfest folks all there and they were kind of ramping up with all that when covid hit and then after that at I, I i don't know whatever happened with it but um it will. Uh, it should be a good show. It should be a good show. Um, I think HRO will be there this year. I'm not sure on that, but um, yeah, looking forward to that's that's one of those ham fests that I would like to promote and see grow. But right now, it's not more than just a regional show, unfortunately. Same so, same for my book. So yeah. all four of these. Yeah, yeah, and then of course Hamvention in uh, May. And we'll be driving out to that one and spending a little bit extra time out there. Probably try to get there Wednesday-ish and stay until Sunday or Monday. And then uh, and then the Huntsville Ham Fest, which is in the, like the third week of August, driving out to that one again as well, hanging out at Montesano State Park. And I'm sure we will... Jump out of plane. <laughs> we might do that. <laughs> we might do that. We might do that. And I'm sure we'll have... We don't have any dead set plans for what we're going to do every night yet, but I, you know, y'all keep watching all the channels and, uh, I, I know we're, we'll be announcing something of, of course. So uh, a couple of people have contacted me about trying to do POTA at Hamcation. And the problem with that is that I'm flying in Wednesday evening. Uh, Thursday's kind of open. I do want to go by the show, get my, get my media badge and walk around and get some footage before the Hamfest opens. I do that every time. And I, I, usually get some good video of that. And then of course, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the show's going all day long, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when we would do that. We, we're, we're usually hanging out at a brew pub or at a restaurant or at a park after hours. We did the park after hours at Huntsville because we were all camp. Well, most of us were camping at the park, but, um, I don't know. Hard to say what we I don't know where the closest POTA spot is to the Hamcation Fairgrounds and um and I don't know if I'm going to rent a car yet. Probably I'm probably not going to rent a car. But um I don't know. So my time is limited because I won't be driving. So that's that's my dilemma there. There's that Okay, just reading the chat here. Mm -hmm. Cool. So those are the, those are the four hand vests. Probably hit Belton at some point in time. Um, got invited back to Baytown, which is the first weekend in April, and I I think I'll be able to go down for that one. But we probably won't be we probably won't be down at Galveston that time like we were this last year. But we'll see. I don't know. 
Emily and I are going to drive back to Big Bend in April. Ooh. So, yeah, we've set aside some time in April, and we've gone back and forth on what we want to do. And I think we're going to drive back to Big Bend and spend, like, I think we're going to go down there on a, on a Monday and come home on a Saturday. I think that's what we're going to do. So, are you all doing the YouTubers Ham Fest this year? Um, we have not talked about that, but I think I would be pretty comfortable in saying, yes, we are. I think we're going to change the weekend that we do it because we've done it Memorial weekend the last three years. Um, in fact, I was thinking about that like yesterday. I was like, you know, I need to probably put together a planning zoom call for everybody mm -hmm. and see what people's thoughts are. And what, what did that kind conflict of so, with? I can't remember other than the holiday. Just thought nothing. Well, there's, there's there some, C, there's a CW contest that happens that weekend, but there's no way you can get, you, there, there's a there's contests there's HF contests and ham radio contests that happen every weekend mm -hmm. and there's many times multiple contests that happen every weekend if you include all the QSO parties and whatnot so there's no way you can get you can't plan a weekend event without conflicting with a contest somewhere mm -hmm. um, yeah there's some C I think it's I don't remember if it's uh, the um, CQ Worldwide CW that weekend or some other CW, some big CW contest though. I can't remember which one it is, but uh, one of these one of these days I'll learn CW and maybe participate in that. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Memorial Day weekend was the main thing. So cool, cool. Yep. <clears throat> and then uh, I think is that the last slide? That is the last slide. Okay. And then we're gonna go back to Overland shows this year, and that's where Kyle Kyle A Zero Z was in the chat a minute ago. And so if you go to More Expo. And I'll put this. Uh, oops, that's not right. Let me see if I can pull this this up here. If we go to the more, I, I say if we're going to go to the Mo more expo. I'm going to go to the more expo, and um, it is the cool thing about the more expo is that. Uh, no, not that one. Well, one of the cool things about the more expo is that it is. It's not that far away. It's only like a six hour drive for me. But um, let me pull that up here. Oh, there it is. And it is. They do a ham, they do a ham radio. The reason I heard about this show is that they do a ham radio presentation there, or I was told they did a ham radio presentation there. And I, and I went there last year and they didn't actually have a ham radio presentation. But what they did have was. Um, the opportunity for me to sign up to do a ham radio presentation. And then I met another guy who was actually doing an overall radio presentation. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty, that was pretty fun to see. But, um, but it is a, it, it's and and, and, and gigaparts wants to try to start going to the show as well. So, okay. I, I finally got all that jacked up, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was uh, we'll do it. Live. I didn't have, it's I fine. didn't have the, yeah, I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the website pulled up. So, so yeah, so it's at Ozark Empire Fairgrounds in Springfield, Missouri. It's about a six, five and a half, six hour drive from me. Um, I got one of these things called, where is it? Uh, exhibitors become a storyteller. I thought this was pretty cool. Become a storyteller, show off your rig to thousands at the Moore Expo. Ooh. I don't know about thousands. There's, uh, there's probably, there's probably more than a thousand people there so i got i filled this out like two months ago and uh and do you have an additional co-pilot do you have a co-pilot so kyle is my co-pilot 
<laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, because he he lives in Missouri. He lives outside of St. Louis. He's real close. To, he's a lot closer than I am. So I filled all this out. I got uh, tickets for Kyle and I, and I want to take my truck out there, which I'm doing an Overland build uh, build out on. And some of you who've seen parts of that, uh, thanks, Frank. But um, I'm going to take my truck out there with my whole radio setup, and I'm going to turn on probably plug up my All Star Node, have that running, plug up, you know six dot. Two five for some local traffic, uh, have the HF radio going, and uh, maybe be hunting somebody and kind of listening and have it receiving on a bunch of stuff and just show off my radio and Overland setup at the Moore Expo. So you get all that with the Storyteller Pass. So I've signed up for that. I've got that. We're going to do that in, in April, and um, looking forward to that. Gigaparts wants to go to the show and set up a booth and they said that they waited too long to get they said we've been trying for like a month and a half i talked to them last week they've been trying for like a month and a half and everything sold out so i'm like Ooh. okay you you need to go as a as a patron again this year and buy a booth for 2024 when you're there because <laughs> apparently it sells out really fast but uh so that that's gonna be a fun show so that's in april april what is that what did it say 20 something i think 20 21 to 22 and they've got a campsite in the back there in the, in the fairgrounds it's it's not very big it's not nearly as big as the one in orlando but or the one at it's uh no it's not as big as the one at dayton either but uh but you can you can get a campsite there you can get an rv spot or you can get a tent site if you'd rather tent camp uh so so that's what that's what i'm gonna do so i'm looking looking for i had a pretty good time at that show last year gonna do that again this year yeah, <laughs> sun drop is greater than sky. <laughs> Kyle, please copy. Uh, cherry lemon sun drop was created in my hometown, and Kyle's like, "Do you want to be friends?" <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Dude, uh, dude, that's pretty funny. You see the cases he buys when he goes down to Huntsville? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cases yeah, yeah, of yeah. just sun drop. It's because he can't get him where he, he's at. But yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so that's more expo in April of twenty uh, April of this year, and then Overland Expo East is the one in Virginia, and it's in October. And let's see exhibit. And the last couple years, I well, I didn't go last year, and I missed out. I met a couple of guys at this show in twenty twenty one. And they were texting me, and we traded numbers and emails and whatnot, and they were texting me during the show last year, and two or three, well, one guy was already a ham, and I think two of the guys went and got their license by watching my videos, and they were like, dude, and the one guy, Wes, he was texting me, he was like, hey, man, we're going to have a full whiskey and cigar bar, you need to come back to Overland East, and I'm like, and then Kyle hits me up a few months ago, and he's like, we should set up like a, a ham radio descending plan to go to overland one of the overland shows and i'm like east go to east the mountain show in colorado was good but the east show was better in for, my opinion for a cigar so, bar and whiskey i i want to go yeah but i'm already stretched thin with my vacation time well well <laughs> figure it out man figure it out so uh yeah yeah so we're gonna so i the, my two overland shows for this year is going to be more in april and and uh expo east in October. I probably won't go back to Colorado this year. And but it was a it was a it was a fun show. Um 
Okay, Brent, cool deal, man. So Brent, uh, Whiskey 7 Backroads, Brent, I met him at the Colorado show this last uh, August, and he, he's one of these guys who drives one of these global expedition vehicles. So I got to hang out with, with, with the big boys because there was, there was like four or five of those guys parked in a row in the back. <laughs> those things were really cool. But uh, so he's, uh, he's, he's up in... Uh, Brent, you're up in Wyoming, Montana, somewhere up there. I think, I think Wyoming is where. So that's a drive for him, I guess, to go to Virginia. But he says he's going this year because that's the only one he hadn't been to. So that's cool. That is, uh, that's good. So, but yeah, those are the two Overland shows that I'm planning on going to this year. So we'll, we'll see how those, those pan out and what happens with all that. But, um, really like going out there and representing ham radio. And like I've said before, I, I talked, I met several people on 6.52 at the Colorado show last year. And I met several people on 6.52 at the Moore Expo last year. And I met several people at the, um, East show. There was, it was not, there was only like one or two people talking at the East show, but I didn't hear any, G, those GMRS guys, they get to the show and they turn the radios off and throw them in the truck. They're like, okay guys, let's go camp. That That's okay. a question I'm going to come back to here. Um, okay. Larry Cape did uh, clarify his question about GMRS. Um, I, I was talking about, did the overlanding community use GMRS as a tool to, yes. to a large degree? They do. Yeah, they do. Some of them still use CBs. Um, but I think GMRS is kind of, especially with the, the, the drop in price, you can get a GMRS license now 10 years for 35 bucks. Um, so, mm -hmm. and, and quite, and, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but quite frankly, if you can't afford a GMRS license for $3 and 50 cents a year for the next 10, you, you pay it all at once. It's $35 in the last 10 years. If you can't afford a license and you probably can't afford the radio, so you should just not bother. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's really kind of ridiculous not to get a GMRS license if you're going to do that type of activity now. Uh, so I've had my GMRS license for a long time. I've got GMRS radio in the truck. I I heard I when I was driving to Colorado last August, I was I was you know everybody knows how six point five two how quiet it is when you're on on the highway on road trips. When I would pass, through, I would be on the highway hearing people, and I would just be scanning through the twenty two G or the 22, 16, whatever it is, the simplex channels, GMRS. I would just be scanning through the simplex channels on GMRS. And, uh, and I heard a lot of activity because there's truck drivers using it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of truck drivers using GMRS now. Really? That's, that's interesting. Yep. yep. So I, I heard a lot of, I heard a lot more, act, sadly, I heard a lot more activity on GMRS simplex driving to Colorado last year than I did on 6.52. Hmm. Now, I think that we as ham radio operators, especially those of us um, with YouTube channels, I think we should start a concentrated effort to try to fix that. I, I every try time to... I go to Galveston, always on 5-2, and I'm calling CQ every 20 to 30 well, there's a Okay, so there's a group down there that hangs out on 145.52. They call themselves the 5-2 crew, but they're on 145.52. So you should you should monitor that frequency. And six point five two is great. It's a national calling frequency, and we should all monitor that. But if you're going to get on Simplex, it really doesn't matter where you go. Mm -hmm. Just get on Simplex. You want to get, and they've got a big group of people on Simplex but down there around the Bay use Area. Use the calling frequency for what it's supposed to be used for. Right. Are you there? Hey, cool. Let's talk over here. Let's go up by. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Be done with it. Right. Because that's yeah. that's what's supposed to be there. You call in. Hello, CQ. Yeah. Are you there? Right. Right. Exactly. So, 
<laughs> or if there's no one else there, just take five two. I'm yeah. not opposed to that either. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's so there's so little activity on five two mm-hmm. that six dot five two that. Yeah. It's, um, an, uh, another question I put away from earlier. Uh, when do the uh, when do the mystery boxes go in the mail? Oh, I said that at the very beginning, but I'll say it again because there's more people watching now, so that's fine. So I package up the first forty of them on Saturday and started, and I shipped out the first ten. And the reason I only got to ten is because my mailbox, my pack and mail mailbox, closes at two p.m. on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So I I spent the whole morning packaging, uh, putting mystery boxes together packaging them up and all I did was I, I filled the boxes and then I taped them all shut and I weighed them and I wrote down the weight on them and then I just went upstairs and started printing labels I just started at the beginning and started and so I'm putting labels on mystery boxes that's just to- grabbing one out of the pile and just totally random putting label on them and go and I only had time to make labels for 10 of them before my mailbox closed on Saturday so the rest of them Probably good. Probably the rest of them. I, I should be able to get them all done tomorrow. But I'm going to start on that again in the morning. Get those uh, the the remaining forty out, and then um, and then I'm going hunting next weekend. And then the following week before Quartz Fest, I will work on some more. Try to get another twenty to thirty to forty out, something like that. So my goal was to have them all shipped in January, which is what the website said. That's still what I'm shooting for. I've got almost half of them packaged. Printing labels is not printing labels doesn't take long. Um, it's just, uh, getting all the, and I ran, and like I said, in the beginning of the video, uh, beginning in the live stream, I ran out of boxes. My problem was I ran out of, I could have done 50 or 60 or at least packaged them on Saturday. I ran out of boxes. So I went by the post office, grabbed some more boxes, ordered some more boxes online. So I've got more boxes here and I've got more boxes coming, but my, but the reason I only, I stopped at 40 is because I literally ran out of boxes. So. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I'm like you. I am a box hoarder. I don't yeah. like throwing out big boxes, but um, yeah. over the holidays, I literally had to break down all the boxes, and um, it, it took me took me a while to throw all those away because I I just got to <laughs> fill out the recycling bin and recycling bin. That yeah yeah that's what I with the really big one I I don't find much use for the really huge ones, but the ones that are like this <clears throat> like you know ten by fifteen ish. To, to, anywhere from like five inches to 15 inches long and then like um you know five inches to 20 inches wide and you know a, a decent amount of height i uh four to five to six to eight inches in 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 uh, depth i guess um i usually keep something you know random boxes like that but the big huge mm-hmm. boxes that all my r finder shipments come in well, I just break the, I break those down and put them in recycling. When I get a box like Amazon, I don't want to throw it away until you know that thirty day period goes by in case I need to return it. Is it just ship it back in the same box or bag? Yeah, um, it's pretty yeah. much my that's mentality. True. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But but a lot of Amazon returns, you don't even have to box it back up. You can take it up to the UPS store or to Kohl's, and they'll box it and ship it back for you. True. So true. If you're a lot of the Prime stuff, they'll do that with so. But yeah, so that's all good. Mm. Ah, man, my throat is dry. So yeah, so looking forward to a good year in 2023. Uh, of course, we're all, all making plans for for him. Hey, uh-huh. that's the that's the Hearst repeater, Hearst DMR repeater. Uh, uh, um, how is 
you started and stated several times that you wanted to start doing a after chat like on uh, All Star. Are you going to be yeah. still trying to push that? Yes, I wanted. Yeah, yeah, I do. I want to do that. The last couple times, well, last Sunday was the first, and we were we didn't do a, a stream last Sunday because we did one the night before for New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's something I'm going to start doing this year. Um, my All Star node is not plugged up right now because I actually was making a video with this on Friday, so it's currently unplugged from the system now i will say this the the there's a 440 repeater in galveston that's on the tallest building in the seawall that's hooked into my all-star system 24 7 and i was on that repeater for an entire week while i was in galveston the week between christmas and new year's and there wasn't much activity although there was some there was some i've talked mm -hmm. to several people and i heard other two or three other guys get on there and talk <clears throat> so i would like to spin up more activity on all-star which I'm talking to myself here too. But yes, yes, I want to do that, Frank. And um, we just need to plan. We need to plan for that. We need to plan for that and kind of make an announcement before it ends saying, hey, we're going to. It's, We're gonna do uh do a, an all star after chat. It's on the radar for twenty twenty three. All right. You do you have an all star node, Frank? Yes. Several. Does it work? No. Okay. Several. I thought you only <laughs> had the one. I have the one. I think I got another one maybe somewhere. I know Don. I I, I gave up trying to fix it. I'm going to give it to Don. Do you have do you have a Pi 4? Yes. I think I do. I think that's what No, that's a Pi 3. I don't know if I It's been a long time since I looked at Pis. Okay. Find out if you have a Pi 4 cuz I've got some sherry hats. For Pi fours, mm -hmm. are they all built? No, they're none of them are built. They're brand okay. new in a box. Okay, so that's yeah, what I, I was. Up I to was gonna it. do. You know how <clears throat> you know how I did that. Uh, I bought everyone in my club a DX Commander a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I bought a box. I bought a case of Sherry hats. I've got I've got thirteen of them, I think. And I was gonna do that at Field Day last year, but that was, but that was, uh, but that was during this big huge raspberry pie shortage yeah so i was like i'm not going to give you a free pie hat and have you go spend out two hundred dollars on a freaking raspberry pie if you can even find one mm. so i've been kind of holding on to those not doing anything how, with them yet how are the pie shortages now i think they're still i think they're still i haven't looked in a couple of weeks but i think they're still pretty Thin. few and far between yeah. yeah yeah so i yeah i don't uh i do have uh i do have i do have some share in fact you know what I tell you what, guys. Here's this. Um, here's this. Okay, this is a message to everybody in the chat. Okay, everybody in the chat. Ki five Ron, are you? Do you have a Pi four? Okay, everybody in the chat. If you have a Pi four that you're willing to dedicate to an All Star node, shoot me an email, kc five hwb at gmail .com. and perhaps I will send you one. And we can do a live stream one of these upcoming weeks. And we can build them all together. And then have Kyle help you walk through to set it up. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle, we'll let Kyle set all 13 of them up. We'll build them and Kyle will set them up. How's that? <laughs> so, uh, 
Brian, if you uh, if you need one, buddy, you, uh, I, I'll earmark one for you. Um, yeah, Ron's the guy who built your battery box, so he's in the chat right now. But um, oh, awesome! Yeah, um, it's amazing. So yeah, if you have a if okay, let me let, let me make make something clear. If you have a Pi Four that you can dedicate to it, and especially if you don't already have an All Star node in your possession. Okay, if you have a Pi 4, but no All-Star node in your possession, hit me up. Shoot me an email. Okay, Take I only have a picture I, of the Pi 4. Put it in right. the email. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> what is the name of the OU hat for All-Star? Hopefully, All-Star is smarter than Oklahoma University, dude. You know, Sooners. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if OU is a, a, a typo or what. I, I'm not sure what. What is the name of the OU hat for All Star? I think that's a typo. I don't know, but uh, Pi hat. <laughs> yeah, I'll book building these in twenty twenty four. Kyle says so. <laughs> uh, it's a sherry hat. It's a sherry hat for a Pi four sherry nodes. We've done a build. Kyle and I have done a build of a sherry node on this channel. We've done. Um, Installing a installing Supermon onto Sherry, uh, installing uh, All Star into a cloud. We've done several All Star live streams um, for that, but uh, for for All Star nodes. But the Sherry hat is the one I'm talking about, and the Sherry hats. If I'll, I'll pull the website up, the Sherry hats are specific to the Pi. So they make one for Pi three, but they make one for Pi four, and you can't interchange them. You have to put the Pi 4 hats on the Pi 4 board and the Pi 3 hats on the Pi 3 board. And all I have are Pi 4 hats. They're all Pi 4. I think I think eight or nine of them are UHF and three or four of them are VHF, I think. $150 right now for Pi's. Yeah. Okay, let's come down a little bit. Last time I saw it, it was like $180. Well, there's still other on... posts for 200 Yeah. So kitsforhams.com is the website. This right here, this is your Sherry Pi 3U. And that's the Sherry Pi hat. In fact, I gotta figure out where to get I gotta figure out where to get um I wonder if they sell the the, the 3D printed cases for that. I figure out where to get a case after I put a Pi hat on. I don't think they come with cases. I have to double check that. Um depends on which one you ordered. Some of them come with a nice metal case. Uh, well, the the one the, the USB version, which is the one that which is this one here. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a USB version. Let me put put myself up there so everybody can see that a little bit better. This right here is this came with the case. Um, I built this on a live stream. I foobarred the the LED lights on it, but the, the they're just lights, and so they don't they're they're inside of there. I didn't bend them out correctly, but it completely worked the first time I built it. So if I build it, if I can build it, anybody else can. And it came with this metal case. But I don't know if the Pi Hat version comes with the metal case that goes around the entire Pi and the and the node itself or not. But I, I'll have to I'll have to go look for that. I've got I've got when I was when I was cleaning out my garage to get all the uh mystery box stuff sorted on Saturday, I found that box. I was like, Oh yeah, I've got these. I need to do something with them. So it's they're out there and they're all still brand new in a box. I have Now I've got USB cable extenders and put the Sherry node built for a Pi 4 on a Pi 3. Oh, well, okay, I guess you can do that. 
I guess you can do that. Cool. Cool. So, yeah. Good deal. Okay. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for joining tonight. It's been going about uh, an hour and 20, and uh, we're going to go ahead and close it down. Uh, do you have a link for tomorrow, Frank? No. Okay. No. That's fine. That's fine. But let me try to for a second. I'll pull up to see if anyone signed right. up. Well, I've got uh, I've got a I've got a new video going live at three thirty. I've shifted my video post timing on Mondays and Thursdays to about three thirty p.m. local time because YouTube says that's when most of you guys are watching, or you guys start watching around three or three thirty, and you watch all the way through like seven. I used to post at five thirty, but I want to try to get as much watch time as I can. That's just good YouTube business. <laughs> so, um, but that's that's playlist uh, is alive and well. You got okay. Carlos at six, and then To at six thirty, um, and a Ham Radio two point premiere at three thirty, and good. Any anyone else um, got videos? You know where to find me. That's right. That is right. So, I appreciate everybody joining tonight. Thank you very much, and um, we will hopefully see you guys at. Ham fests this year, and let me know if you're going to Quartz Fest. Uh, we're going. We're le I'm leaving here today's Sunday, so two weeks from two days from now, so like twelve days from now, I'll be hitting the road for Quartz Fest. I will have the Sherry node with me, and I will be connected to the Allsar system as much as I can. I don't know how the internet is out there. Oh, once we get out there, I'll have my my um, Starlink set up, assuming that Starlink works in that lo that part of the uh, the country. Um, the Starlink map says that my deer lease is not covered, but it works great out there. So go figure. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so we'll have uh, I'll have Starlink running once we get there and get camped camp set up. But I will be on the Sherry node while I'm driving, assuming that I don't lose signal because the cell signals poor in the desert. I assume <laughs> parts of Arizona, man. That you you can get out there and just drive for miles and there's nothing. So it's beautiful out there. Out there next to Shiprock and Flagstaff and everything, it's beautiful. But uh, you know what you should do out there? Load noise floor, turn on that yeah. HE or mm -hmm. HF radio and make contacts. Yep. But your yep. your truck is noisy, real noisy within itself. It is, but that yeah, but I can I've I've done that a bunch, so no problem. So all right guys, catch you guys uh, sometime this week, seventy three, and thanks for watching. Everyone have a good Sunday evening. Bye, y'all. <laughs>